Hi, and welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. I'm Patrick. And I'm Vinny. And on this episode, we're joined by Seth Needham, sales executive at Key Apparel, to talk about his use of Facebook groups, the success he's had on the platform, and why promotional product suppliers should be using these groups for their business. Hey, Seth, welcome to the Social Angle. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How are you doing today? Good. I'm really happy to have you on the show today. Um, I'm just going to jump right into these questions. So uh, the first one that I had for you was that a, a little bit over a year ago, we created an exclusive Facebook group for ASI members. The goal was to help one another and network. And you've actually won uh, what we call the top contributor title in that group for the last three months, which is a really amazing thing to do. We, uh, I actually track, you know, the comments and the new posts and stuff, and you've been our top contributor. So can you just tell us a little bit more about what you do in that group and how it's helped your business? Well, hopefully what I do in the group is beneficial to everyone. Um, I try and stick with stuff that is educational. You know, everyone in this group is in sales. And if we are not closing the deal, then we're not selling. So I'm trying to post stuff in the group that is sales-related, industry-related, to help people to better understand apparel so they can close more deals. It's helped my business in a couple ways. Um, One of them, of course, is just making people aware of key apparel. And that always helps to drive hits to the website, drives people to, for example, ESP Web, so they will search us out. So having the visibility of the group has helped my business a lot. Uh, with finding new distributors, new partners in the industry. Right. So, so Seth, that's a perfect segue because um, we did a podcast recently about using uh, Facebook to generate leads. So you're actually generating real sales leads in the ASI uh, Facebook group. Yes, I am. And actually, I am waiting on a PO right now for one of my largest orders to date. And the ASI group actually helped with that because the group gave me the visibility so she knew to look for, for key apparel. That's great. I mean, you know, we've been preaching the power of social media for so long, and, you know, it's certainly a, a great way to, um, you know, engage. It's a way to, uh, you know, increase your uh, your network. But to for people to hear that you're actually getting sales through social media, that that's a game changer to me. I agree. It's it's a great tool to reach a large audience. So, Seth, whether it's videos, educational links, or funny pictures of you talking on a banana, which is actually a real thing, you posted yourself talking on a banana in the group, um, you've posted a lot of different kinds of content in a group. Uh, what kinds of posts do you think are most effective in driving engagement and starting conversations? And also, what have you found doesn't work? That's a tough question because... Just when you think you've posted something that is, you've put a lot of heart and soul into, you've put a lot of work into to make a great content, a great educational tool, it can fall flat. And then you post a picture of you talking on a banana to drive across the point of quality versus price, and that post gets huge engagement. Right. Um, Social media changes all the time, what works and what doesn't work. And I've actually found the things that are the most effective are the ones that show the human side to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're not just a robot. Show yourself. Show something funny. 
what you think will work might not, but just keep trying something new. So I, I guess what you're saying then is just keep trying, keep experimenting, correct? Exactly. You never know what is going to work on social media, which can sometimes be frustrating, but it also lets you really be creative and try something new. And don't and not not to be afraid of, of trying something new. I think that's uh, you know Patrick and I've been I've been doing this for ten years for ASI and I you're preaching to the choir. I know exactly what it's like to to post a piece of content you think is going to really do well and it doesn't do well. Um, so mm-hmm. you you have to keep trying new things. Um, and you know I think that's just the the bottom line. You're very very active in the group and you try all different things: video, images. Just any type of uh, content you find that you think is valuable, you post, and I love that. Yeah, and uh, a segue for me there is that um, you know I think you've produced some great content, even though you've claimed in the captions that you're not you know quote not good at it. Um, but the thing that I really want to know is what motivates you to keep trying. I mean, you you've put out some really great educational educational content, and what would you say to somebody who might be reluctant to just go outside their comfort zone and start doing video? What motivates me on the video is educating the distributors. I can talk to them all day long about key apparel, but if they're not educated on the apparel, on how, they're probably not going to be able to close it. And, I mean, as a sales rep, if my customers are not selling, I'm not succeeding. So I'd say my motivation is education to help people close more sales. To someone who's reluctant to do video, and maybe you're going to try your first one, I'd say the first thing to do is make sure you have an environment that is doesn't have the distractions in it, um, but also make sure that you're in a good mood to do it. There's been videos where I have done, seriously, 15 to 20 different takes trying to get it right, and then someone comes in and would tell a ridiculous joke. I start laughing, and my next take is perfect. <laughs> Get yourself in the right frame of mind, be in a good mood, be happy, and hit record. <laughs> perfect. So this is a good segue to my next question. Um, so a lot of people, a lot of suppliers, distributors, um, they think that there's a lot of equipment that goes into doing video. Um, here at ASI, we use a, a, a tripod, a camera phone, and we have a desk. That's really it. Um, what equipment do you use Um I know that some of your videos are are edited. So, why don't you talk, you know, about some of the hardware and some of the software that you might use? Okay, uh, software-wise, we use Adobe Premiere. It's a great tool. You can mix in still images with the video. You can add text. You can do a lot of great things with Adobe Premiere. Hardware-wise, um, we're using a, a simple Canon Rebel camera. Mm-hmm. And I think the most important thing on hardware is having a tripod to keep everything steady sure. with the movement and have an external microphone. I think those are the two key components. Mm-hmm. You can have a cheap camera. You can have the most expensive camera in the world. But I think the tripod and the external microphone, you'll see the biggest differences with those two items. Right. And if you don't have those, you can use your iPhone. You can use your smartphone. Just have a good, steady surface, such as a tripod, to hold it with. Great advice. That is really good advice. 
so I'm going to shift gears on here on you a little bit. Um, I saw that you recently branched out and created your own Facebook group specifically for distributors. Um, I just wanted to know what is your vision for that space and how do you think suppliers can use Facebook groups for their own business? That group has really shifted on what I thought it was going to be and what it's turning into, and it's still a work in progress. I created the group as a way to post product-specific information. Because I don't want to be the guy that is in the ASI group just throwing out product images. It's it's frowned upon. It's not allowed. <laughs> so by creating the group, it allowed me to put out the the different sell sheets and the information about the products. What I found was is that I use that group daily for myself. If I see someone that's looking for information on a specific shirt, from my cell phone now, I can now go to the key for distributors group go through the albums, click on the photo I want and save it, and then I can email that. I can post it to as a reply to a Facebook comment. So what that group started out as and what I am using it for have are completely different. My vision for the group now, because of the way I am using the group, is to create a platform that is mobile-friendly where people can find information to sell more apparel. All right, so our next question. Um, so social media is always evolving, and it can often feel like it's impossible to stay current. Patrick and I know, know that yeah, really well. <laughs> absolutely. Um, what would you say to a supplier who's wondering if they should pri prioritize their time to include Facebook groups over any other type of digital marketing? I say go for it. I think Facebook groups are extremely powerful, and you can reach a large amount of people with a specific interest. Mm -hmm. And in other forms of digital marketing, you might be reaching a broader channel. Sure. With Facebook groups, you can really target in on the people who are most interested in that. So most industry groups allow product searching res uh, requests, or at the very least, supplier recommendations. That's what we do in, in our exclusive group. Um, how have you used those posts in the past to talk about key apparel, and how do you think suppliers can tact tactfully approach those uh, posts? I've used posts in Facebook groups to really drive a lot of leads my way. For example, if I see a post where somebody is looking for a specific type of shirt, um, I can actually go over to my Facebook group, snag a picture of that, and then reply in the comments with a picture of my product. Hey, will this work? Provide my email address, provide a phone number. And... I think that's a, a great tool. They can see it. They can decide if they want to pick up the phone and go further with that conversation. That's awesome. What is great about that is I'm not just talking to the one person that is looking for that product. Chances are, if one person is looking for it, there might be more people in that group that are searching for that same item or have that same problem they're trying to overcome. So by responding in those groups you're reaching more people who might have the same problem. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. So I'm going to give you a, a shout-out here, too, because I recently uh, read an article that you wrote about the dangers of not having a strong social media presence. Vinny and I talk about this all the time, you know, when we're, we're talking to members, you know, that the, the fact that you really need a presence out there, especially in 2019. Um, you know, one of the things that I've seen in some of these groups is that there's supplier reviews popping up. Um, in these closed forms. So do you think it's 
equally important to be on the watch for conversations around your brand. Um, and you know, what have you done to kind of prepare yourself for that? I think it's very important to, to watch for that. If one person has a, a problem with your brand or the customer service or an order, you have to watch for that and respond to it in a public forum, I think is a great way to go. If you see a negative review about your brand, you have a couple options. You can pick up the phone and call the person. You can send an email to them. And both of those options, the only person who will see your solution is the one person you're engaging with. However, if you engage that problem in a public forum like the group, you're reaching more people. Other people that might have that same problem with a different distributor, they know that you have the solution, which can help your brand, help your sales. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. All right, Seth, last question. We always end our podcast with a fun question, so this one's for you. Uh, what kind of music or what okay. band or song motivates you the most for work? You know, I'd love to give you a fancy answer on that that sounds inspirational. That <laughs> I listen to Eminem on the way here or I and the Tiger to get me pumped up for this podcast, but the truth is I listen to a little Uptown Funk okay. before okay. this podcast, and also I listen to The Muppets' Life's a Happy Song before nice. this podcast. Hey, no anything to put me in a good mood. <laughs> this is a judgment-free zone here. Um, I'm an '80s guy. I listen to '80s music when I get want to get fired up. Um, it always kind of gets me ready for the day. Patrick, what about you? Oh, like the uh, the rock from like the early 2000s. All right, yeah, like Third Day Grace and stuff for sure. We're putting it out there today. Yep. <laughs> putting it out there today, but but Seth, thank you so much for your time. Um, you know, this has been very helpful. Um, you know, very educational. Guys, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And I had a great time. Well, that concludes this edition of the Social Angle Podcast. We really hope you guys have learned something. If you want to reach out to me, uh, you can do so on Twitter at ASI Central. Or you could also reach me at pkennedy underscore ASI. For Patrick, I'm Vinny. We'll see you next time on the Social Angle Podcast. <laughs>